Rico. Every year at the end of October, people around the world celebrate the holiday known as Halloween. Traditionally celebrated by dressing up as your favorite ghouls and ghosts, the holiday actually has a long and storied past. The roots of this candy-filled celebration of terror go far back into the history of Celtic tradition, where the holiday was known as Samhain and was a time where the world of the spirits and gods would cross over into the mortal plane. From that time, the holiday has gone through many transformations to become what we see today. But is there something more sinister that brought the holiday into the American mainstream? What part did Big Candy play when it came to the popularization of trick-or-treating? Even more interesting, is there evidence that there has been some sort of unholy plot to reduce the size of Halloween candy over the years? Join the theorists as they bring you full-size Kit Kat conspiracies on The Story of Halloween. Disclaimer. In this case file, I mispronounced the Celtic holiday Samhain as Samhain. Just go with it. Also, while we're on the topic of mispronunciations, a concerning number of our listeners seem to believe Braden, spelled B-R-A-D-E-N, is pronounced Brandon or Brendan. I'd like to take this opportunity to let everyone know it's pronounced Craig. Thank you. Welcome to Alien Theorist Theorizing, Case File 114, All Hallows' Eve. I'm Braden. I'm Zell. I'm Dan. I'm Andrew. Booyah. Woo. Oh, Dan took over the whole screen. Ah, Mega Dan. <laughs> yes, as it should be. We call that Mega Dan. <laughs> it's Dan here, live on the fly. Well, it's just all Zord- being like... Zordan. <laughs> being put into proportions what everybody fucking contributes. So it's just a big <laughs> face. <laughs> just big Dan. So, especially if you're listening to this one. Uh, little special Halloween episode. Everyone's favorite holiday coming up. But before we get into the origins of Halloween, why don't we mix things up a little bit and get Ooh. right into some Space news! Boom. Space news. I'm loving that new graphic. This is just. Oh, buddy, you should just wait. You see what's coming. It's going to be a surprise. We got graphics. We-, we got video makers. Oh, damn. Helping we us made out. it. Classing it up a bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, NASA Europa, Europa, Europa mission? Europa? I think I said Europa. Europa? I'm two Caesars deep. <laughs> a NASA Europa mission could potentially spot signs of life, but in very tiny text under that heading is, but it's a long shot. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a long shot. But it's a long shot. Um, so basically they're looking at uh, Jupiter's moon Europa. I think Europa. Europa. I think I'm saying it right. Europa. 
uh, and they think there might be uh, life swimming in the dark, frigid oceans. And NASA is going to try to find it. So the Europa Clipper spacecraft is scheduled to launch mid-2020 on a mission to characterize the icy moon's subsurface sea and its life-hosting potential. So another interesting. So there's ocean. There's water. Calling it right now. Space mermaids. (laughs) Space mermaids? Space mermaids. Is that that still the best of both worlds or... Now we're well, surf and turf, yeah, as yeah. Dan says. <laughs> surf and turf, but yes, best of both worlds. I, I think that was my favorite part of, of mermaids. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what people say? No, no one says that. No, absolutely nobody <laughs> says that. <laughs> I, I like that too. I was like, because it, it's a thinker. You're like, is it the best? You're like, no, it's 100%. It's not, <laughs> it is not. Just the fish bottom's the worst. That's the worst. <laughs> fish. Uh, for all the people that were giving me shit, I'm not into fish bottoms. <laughs> but if you were, I mean. There's, not that there's anything wrong with not that. Not there's anything wrong with that. No, you said it on the podcast. You recorded it. It's canon now. <laughs> oh, um, fuck. Smoke from California's fast-moving wildfires is visible from space. Man, those fires are crazy. That is watching, crazy. Watching, crazy literally like watching the world burn. <laughs> Yeah, anyone, uh, any of our listeners in California, we got a ton down there. Make sure you're staying safe. Uh, all our well wishes are going out to you guys, uh, anyone that's evacuated. But it's crazy. You can look at the satellite photos of just the insane amount of smoke coming out of Northern California. Yeah, man. it's. It seems like fire season should be over, but nope. Fire don't care about seasons. <laughs> nope. It doesn't give a fuck. Fire don't give a shit. No, it's, well, like, it's a little different there than I think here. It's just like, what is it, 20 degrees there? It's like, fuck, cold and rainy here now. Yeah, it just doesn't ever rain, I guess. It's such fucking so dry. One little spark and then massive winds and the whole thing just explodes. We got the mystery U.S. space plane lands ending its two-year mystery mission. X-37B. Was it flying for two years? Like it was in the air for two years? Yeah, it was up. Uh, unmanned space mobile. Just floating around, floating around. doing whatever secret but stuff it's doing, poking it the doing. Black Knight or whatever. I don't know whatever it's doing up there. Poking the space blanket? Space blanket. So a lot of people say the Black Knight is. Space blanket? Yeah, that's that's how you debunk that one. There was a mission, and they lost a space blanket, and it's been stuck in it was stuck in orbit, and they took one picture of it, but it actually felt that it fell down a few weeks later, and it's been a anomaly ever since. No one can really find it's it anymore. A, it's a space quilted blanket, is the official? <laughs> Not a quilted blanket, <laughs> like a, like a, one of those foil blankets. Some, oh, ty- some type of that's wrap. what you take to space is the the, the uh, quilted blanket. <laughs> well, I don't know. I've never been. <laughs> Standard so. standard issue NASA standard That's NASA issue. Like, you know the you know Quilted the little blanket. diamond the the <laughs> like with the little diamonds everywhere. That's what I was thinking in my head. <laughs> Anyways, this this is the X thirty seven B. That's what it looks like. Right, unmanned aerial craft. It's actually the second one. I don't think it, it's not the first one. That's the second one. Um, but that one broke the record for being the longest uh, longest in orbit. Just up there doing stuff. I think it was actually doing some experiments and stuff. Uh, I think somebody, there were reports that it was doing mostly kind of um, 
like the it's top secret, but mostly it was like testing out uh, the capabilities of the certain materials that it was made of, and just seeing what the wear and tear is like uh, on an like an unmanned aerial an unmanned spacecraft. If you left it up there that long, what would happen to it? Hmm. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't really look like that fancy of a craft. Like it's kind of. It kind of looks like a small, like old space shuttle. It's like, what do you think it is? Thirty feet long? Oh, I man. think it's bigger it's like, than that. Well, probably a hundred, hundred thousand no. candy bananas. <laughs> <laughs> let me t- let me tell you something for Pod Week. That's all. It's we're standard that's all measurement we're now. I put in a, a bulk order of candy bananas for Pod Week. Everybody's gonna look uh, jaundiced after. They <laughs> should be fucking throat puking our guts out. I'll have diabetes and shit. I'd rather play fucking Ouija than eat McCormick's candy bananas. <laughs> hey, you watch your mouth. That's the truth. Don't, don't badmouth our only sponsor, unofficial. Uh, unofficial sponsor. Oh, what? I thought, Octavia Vodka backed out. Yeah, they've been hey. out. They've been out for five years. <laughs> Yeah. They've never been in. <laughs> you know what? You know what? As I'm driving through, I should stop by my uncle's distillery and be like, "Hey, we need some more Octavia vodka for the podcast." Hundred percent, man. Last time we got what into that, it? it was magic. What was it called? It was like it was like it had the best tagline too. It was like embracing something of the night. It, yeah, of the night. Yeah, oh with the fest- fire of the night or some sh- shit. It's awesome. People are gonna think we're Octavia taking ads, vodka. but if you haven't listened, that goes way back to the early days. Yeah. That was like that was like podcast number three, probably three between three and seven hundred percent. I don't know. It was yeah. Early, uh, any early, other space news? Yeah, NASA releases a Halloween pumpkin in a version of the sun. Show you guys. It's just a picture of the sun that looks kind of like a jack o' lantern, but it's pretty cool. Like, is that a real or they like edited it? I'm sure that's heavily edited, but. It looks cool. One hundred percent real. Badass. Sun is a jack o' lantern. Cool. <laughs> Our sun is actually a giant pumpkin. It looks cool. The great Ooh. pumpkin. It looks like a smiling pumpkin, smiling jack o' lantern. I don't know what the picture was snapped by the space agency agency's solar dynamics observatory satellite and shows the sun in ultraviolet light. So that's yeah, definitely not not visible. So looks cool though. I wonder if people who work at the solar observatories ever take the chance to just be like, oh, what do you do for work? Oh, I stare at the sun all day. <laughs> like, probably, oh, that's I, probably the I, only 100%. joke they make, Dan. God. I just like the whole place just groans. You just hear them all like, uh. uh 100%. Uh, any other Space News boys? That's all I got. Well, let's get into a uh, topic at hand. Halloween. It's that time of year. The spooky season. Halloween. Super spooky. <laughs> right? <laughs> Not so much. But That's how my Halloween works. I don't know. Yeah. And just uh, says super spooky. American Halloween is different from Canadian Halloween. Yeah. Ours is spookier. Yeah. Just, yeah. The only thing different is our Halloween costumes always sucks. We have to wear jackets over top of them. <laughs> yeah. Jackets over top or Spider-Man like. Spider Man with a jacket. Yeah. Yeah. You can, you can go as the Michelin man. Or like the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Pretty much. And that's about it. Everything <laughs> else looks ridiculous. It's too cold. Right. But where does... Dan, why don't we run through... Where does Halloween... Where did it get its origins? Sort of well... Or, origin story. Well, <laughs> the Halloween origins of Halloween go back hundreds, if not thousands of years. Not hundreds of years. Um, the original holiday was actually considered... It, it 
Halloween falls on October 31st, which for many um, Celtic cultures from where it comes from, it, that I, usually... First off, I love how you gave the date. <laughs> Just so everyone's aware. Well, you don't know. Maybe some people don't know after October 31st. But I'm saying October 31st was generally considered the end of summer for some, uh, for a lot of Celtic cultures. It's the end of summer and and kind of the beginning of the fall, winter kind of. Uh, yeah, it's like the end of the yeah. light season and the start of the dark season. They kind of talked it as. Yeah. So from now, from yeah. now on, the door, like there's less light than darkness. Right. So, um, the original holiday was called Samhain. Now, Samhain at that time um, was the kind of they they would have a festival where they would have kind of the the summer bounty that they had from all their harvests and things like that. So people would kind of uh, occasionally make sweets or types of food and things like this, and um, you know people would come together. It was considered also a time when the they call it like a liminal time where the veil between the spirit world and the living world was at one of its like thinnest. So people would kind of have this belief that, you know, uh, relatives who had passed on could come back and visit, um, spirits, sprites, fairies, those kinds of things could be sighted around this time of year. Um, and so it kind of lends itself to kind of that spooky stuff kind of starts all <laughs> around then. So um, now because because Christianity loves to make its holidays around everybody else's holidays, um, there's actually a, a Christian holiday around that time where the Catholic Church has its All Souls Day and its All Saints Day, which originally I think it was only All Saints Day, but then they broke it into two at some point. And so All Souls Day or uh, All Saints Day falls on like October 31st, like and like November 1st is All Saints Day or it's November 1st and November 2nd. Um, and basically they kind of ended up like merging the two holidays. So you would have them kind of celebrate in the same way that that's kind of how it became popular in other places besides just in like Celtic regions is that you would have um, it, it's, it, it kind of coincided with that idea that all saints day you celebrate and you celebrate the people who passed on, who were, you know, baptized Catholics, whereas all souls day was a time to honor all the people who were stuck in purgatory, which is weird. Kind of now purgatory you know? is like not quite hell, but it's like somewhere yeah. in the middle, not, not quite <laughs> as fiery, but ha- like, ha- yeah, half it's kind of just the, the meh, <laughs> like, eh, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> not eternal happiness, not eternal damnation, just eternal meh. Meh. The DMV between heaven and hell. <laughs> but you're stuck there forever. <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly. Well, I guess same. <laughs> uh so yeah, so for a long time it was only really um the, the, the Halloween that we recognize today, the whole trick-or-treating, all that stuff, that stuff didn't really actually come around until um, until like Big the, Candy took over. Until Big <laughs> Big Candy. Until Big Candy took over. <laughs> Which is okay, technically. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Time, hold out. On. Time Can out. Can we go back and rename this case file? Case file 114, Big Candy. Big candy. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was my jumping off point for this whole episode where I was like, you know what? I bet fucking Halloween is just a conspiracy to sell more fucking candy, just like Valentine's Day. Valentine's candy. Day isn't a fucking real holiday. <laughs> It's like, how did they figure this? How did they pull this one? You know, 
So that's what I tried to look into first. And, um, but I did find out some, some fun stuff about this, that actually hollow, like candy was never really considered a gift to give out during like all souls, all, all souls day, all saints day. Candy companies never really thought of Halloween as their big moneymaker holiday before say like the 1950s, the big candy holidays were Christmas and Easter. Those are the two biggest candy kind of days. And it wasn't until like the 1950s after the point where, um, as Andrew so eloquently put it, big candy, succinctly put it, big candy figured out how to, uh, produce candy and the quantities where it was, <laughs> you know, uh, cheap to make and, you know, uh, and it, you were able to make a lot of it. So, um, wait, okay. I got a question. So it went okay. from like all saints day into all souls day it was like a three, a three night, two day event. How do we, mm-hmm. how do we get to how, what, what, what's Halloween? Why Halloween? Well, I'm just saying that it was easy for them to kind of train like the, the holidays line up. So when the Christians kind of like, they didn't get rid of, it wasn't like some pagan holidays where they got, they totally got rid of some of them. They absorbed it. They kind of all took them over. They kind of absorbed, you know, you know, what they like to do is they like to absorb the holidays. You know, you like, you have your Christmas, which kind of lined up with Saturnalia, which was like a Roman pagan holiday. Um, And then you have other days, like, I don't think I, and also um, what was the other big holiday? Like Easter, I think lined up with like the spring, the springtime festivals. It's not really the day. Like those days aren't the real days of when, well, like religiously, the, the religious significant uh, events that they based them on or didn't actually happen on those days. Right. Kind of most of them were just, they used them to kind of bring people over like, Hey, join, join team Jesus. All right here. Okay. I, here's my, I answered my question when I did a, I did a quick search here. So those three days, all saints day and into all souls day was like done by like Christianity also referred to as all hallow tide. And then, so it became like, you had like hallows Eve, blah, blah, blah. And then it slowly morphed into Halloween, I guess is how we came to the name Halloween. That's what, is what I was kind of wondering, like how, why Uh, Halloween? Right. And then Mm -hmm. the origin of the candy was something done by like the church. It was called souling. And I guess people would go and like get cakes door to door. And then they would think that if they prayed enough, they would be able to raise souls into heaven. And that's where the first, like, it's not, it wasn't called trick or treating, but they called it souling. Mm. It was about mm. like, it was like the fi- mid 1500s. So they would go around like, wasn't just beggars, but a lot of beggars would go around and be like, like, so, like I'm hungry. Um, but if you give me this, I'll pray for your dead and I'll try and raise them to heaven. And then eventually it kind of took off and then you know, probably, you know, drunk people probably took it over. Well, I was, uh, you know, it was all yeah, started the, by the Reverend fucking Nestle. <laughs> yeah. I write about the Celtic Samhain traditions and some of them were also, they involved like giving gifts and people going from house to house. And also like that day was kind of considered a day for pranking. It was a time for like to be silly and, and play tricks on people. Um, so that was kind of like where the trick part came from. Right. I suppose. Um, there's, a, I think there's a lot of, there's also a lot of stuff that like, there's a lot of mix up. Cause I read, a, I read a couple more than a few articles about the origins of Halloween and a lot of like the kind of small details differ a lot. So there's kind of a lot of, there's, I think there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of wiggle room as to like the origins, but I think Sam Hain is like the big one. And then all souls day, all saints day. And then you get, yeah. Hallow's Eve. That's where we get Halloween from. And then, yeah. Um, like 1500s is where it slowly starts to morph into like the more modern Halloween. 
Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so yeah, so back to like the 1950s where the candy companies figure, okay, we can make enough candy. Um, how can we kind of start giving it out during Halloween? So I mostly I read that uh, like when they started doing the Halloween packaging kind of ideas, like making their 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 candy wrappers and stuff like that kind of a fit and kind of like a, a fall or a autumn motif. Uh, they actually didn't even do it for customers. They did it more for stores, like the stores to buy them, uh, to buy these things. And then, so you had people really, uh, handing out these candies and stuff, but before like the 1970s. So like for like 20 years, people, at least from the articles that I read, like people were just handing out whatever it didn't even, it, it could be, it was like, um, you could hand out toys. You could hand out like popcorn balls. You could hand out freaking, you know, if you're really shitty, you hand out tooth toothbrushes, I guess, I suppose. Um, you know, they would hand out anything at one point, like Kool-Aid was the cool thing to hang out. So you could like hand out like packets of just Kool-Aid. Like a cup of, oh, I, I thought you just meant like, here's a cup of Kool-Aid. Kid. No, a handful. <laughs> like you would use Put a your handful. Hands like together you just and dip your hand in there and throw in the- powder in your hands. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I would do no it. No sugar, just fucking oh, Kool-Aid yeah. powder. Um, but yeah, for like till the 1970, uh, till about around like the 1960s, 1970s, um, that's what they would do. You just give anybody anything. Um, it wasn't until I guess like the 1970s, um, that individually wrapped candy became a thing because there, there started the urban legend. That's around where people trace that urban legend that people were putting razor blades or fucking arsenic in their candies. (laughs) And I think, I think one of the, the main uh, the main events that caused that was they said there was an actual story. There was an actual like altercation where they caught this lady putting arsenic in some of her candy and that she was planning to give out to teenagers, like teenagers who weren't supposed to be trick or treating. They're too old to be trick or treating. She had a, she's like, Ooh, no, no chance. No chance. That was fucking well, all made up by somebody's parent. to fucking just dabble yeah, in their candy. I got to test it. I got to make sure there's no fucking poison happened. in there. Arsenic. That's what happened. Old, well, I old, I think there Robo was also used to this just take a little cut of his own. Oh, always. Yeah, that was a dad the dad, dad tax. tax. <laughs> right? The dad tax of like, yeah. "Oh, uh, these ones are tainted." Yeah. You can have the fucking uh crispy crunches, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I love crispy. Um, not crispy crunch, it's a coffee crisp. Fuck coffee crisp. I love coffee crisp. Really? Okay, hold on. Now that we're on the subject of big candy, <laughs> I want to talk about a conspiracy that's happening right now. It started last year. I noticed it last year. Real-time conspiracy. It's, it's, it's getting out of control. All last right. year, Let's hear the, like, Nestle, the Nestle like 120 packs which has the Arrow, the Kit Kat, the Smarties, the Coffee Crisp. Ew, fucking Smarties. Gross. Um, last year, started with the Arrow Bar. The Arrow Bar is now smaller than it's ever been before. Oh, yeah, of course. It's big candy for you. Big fucking candy. This year, this year, I noticed they're no longer... Giving out the full size Reese's peanut butter cups, the mini ones Give now. The f- now they're giving the fucking Easter size ones out. Fuckers, the little tiny right? ones. They're Wait. slowly. Big candy is slowly crawling back on our candy size. Same price. And if we or- don't do something right now, <laughs> soon we'll just be eating like fucking little M and M's and little Smarties. That's it. That's individually wrapped fucking M and M's right now. If there's one movement that you need to be in on right now, it's the fight against big candy yeah. taking away our candy. Fuck big pharma. It's all about big candy. Yeah, we're switching our stance. Let's be honest. We're all against big candy now. Bullshit. Yeah, charging like us the, the same packs, price. 
Same price for the small candy. What's next? Yeah, they're just they're crawling back the side where the prices aren't dropping. No, they're not. They're nope. getting more expensive. More expensive. Less chocolate. It's insane. What's next? Kit Kat? We're only gonna get a single Kit Kat next year. You, you get watch. A kit. You get a kit or a, a cat. You don't get both. Separately. Separate rappers. Yeah, separate rappers. It's, you know what? No, it's a fucking, it's between, uh, it's some unholy alliance between big candy and big plastic because they uh, want yeah. those fucking, make those more fucking rappers. That's what it is. Bastards. All, the, all the bigs getting get together here. But that's my, that's my candy conspiracy. That's a, that's a real conspiracy. I noticed it this year. It was driving me absolutely crazy. Every time I crunch into, I'd like look at the arrow and I'd be like, man, I'm, arrows used to be so full. Now they're like two little nipples. That's probably the, the realest conspiracy we fucking talked about on this podcast. It is. That shit hits 100%. home, man. And, and the crazy thing is, the crazy thing to me is, is I'm like, because they're doing it slowly, like one chocolate at a time, it's they're trying to make it seem like we don't even notice. Slowly pulling like, it. They, they could easily, like, I, I guarantee you the coffee crisp is a little smaller than, I'm, I'm going to save a coffee crisp this year. I'm going to save one of each and I'm going to measure for next year. That's it. I'm holding you to I'll that. Put some size. I want to see you store a whole box of this year's candy in your closet for a year and not eat it. <laughs> It'll last a week. Yep. <laughs> Done. <laughs> I uh, I bought uh, one of those 120 packs at the beginning. I bought them for like Costco, and I was like, "It's gone." Oh, I'm gonna buy this now to give give out to kids. And I didn't eat mm-hmm. it for two weeks, and I crushed it. I think there's like a couple she, in a night. Packs she left. she's gone. Yeah. Oh yeah. She gone. She gone. There's Those are like good. the good candies too. I, I, okay. I swear to God, if any of our listeners, if you guys fucking give out candy corn, I hate candy corn. I'll take, if you give, take if all you the give candy out candy corn. corn to kids, I hope your house gets haunted so fucking hard. Like that shit is gross. Hey Dan, let me tell I, you, give me your, give me the candy corns. Give me the like marshmallows. Gross. Give me any like I nasty. like the candy corn. I like them too. What? Candy oh, corns are fucking good. Man. Like, Might fuck. as well just eat a fucking yeah. candle. You're, Cause that's what it tastes like. Just fucking wax. All right. You guys' houses are going to get fucking egged. This is unbelievable. Send all your candy corn to Meteor Studios in Kelowna, BC, and I will take all of it. Yeah. Gross. I won't even test them. If you're whatever, just send them. Send them. Send them an envelope. Doesn't matter. Delicious. Delicious candies. So, where did did we talk about yet where costumes come from? Why is everyone dressing up all the time? Yeah, let's go through a little some of the traditions. Costumes. So the first uh, with the, with the costume stuff that that still also comes from Sam Hain. Like Sam Hain was a time to kind of dress up as like people would dress up as certain spirits or or things like that. Um, so I mean that's that's just always kind of been around people dressing up like ghosts or, or you know people who are yeah, ghosts is spirits whatever. <laughs> yeah. Well. I mean, yeah. It was that at the same time too? Like if you go to the more modern side at like the. Same as like when they were doing getting the like doing the cakes at the doors, people would dress up in black. So it started with like black robes and black costumes, kind of mourn the dead. As far as I could go back, that's kind of in the modern times. It's more creepy than fucking costumes. People, yeah, a so bunch you, of fucking you, people showing up at my door with a bunch of black robes on, asking for out. asking for fucking yeah, cakes. I, yeah, I had, I had read that they like people would dress up so that wandering spirits and stuff would mistake them. Uh, for one of their own and leave them alone. Oh, that's kind of freaky, actually. Yeah, that's fucked, right? <laughs> leave them alone or take that's, them away with them. Like, you dress up well, as no, a fucking. If you're, 
Dress it's up like as- when you dress if you're a zombie and you like in zombie apocalypse and you dress like a zombie, they leave you alone because they don't want. I don't think that works. I think that's totally inaccurate. Uh, in Bill movies. Murray did. I it. think they fucking, they try to pull that shit, and I'm like, you're stupid. No, you Bill, get eaten. You get eaten. Works for, for sure. Bill Murray in Zombieland. He doesn't work with fucking. How come it doesn't work with fucking bears, sharks? Try that with fucking them. <laughs> I think they got a little better nose than uh, the, the zombies. I think they're dead. Yeah. I I don't know if there's ever been a situation of a man dressed as a bear getting attacked by a bear. Just saying, Dan. Wait, I'm wait, sure wait. There's, there's out there. I'm going to look it up. Man dressed as bear. It's mauled by bear. By it's bear. mauled by bear. <laughs> uh, I don't think that's a headline because I think it fools the bears. Man dressed I don't think so. Attacked by bear. It's got to be. This ha- It has to happen. You know mm. there's been some one. You know there's been four idiots in since human history who have had the same conversation, and one of them has ended up in a bear suit. <laughs> well, how do you know? The woods. If, if there was, it didn't make the news, or at least I can't find it right away. Because nobody's stupid enough to dress up like a bear <laughs> and then go try and hang out with a bear. I think dressing Even- up like a bear to hang out, hang out with other bears or just not dressing up like a bear and hanging out with bears is just as fucking stupid. Yeah, those guys always end up getting eaten. You shouldn't. You shouldn't hang out with the no. bear. Everyone knows that. No, no, no. no. Yeah. Even I mean, there like are, the there bear are the one videos. Those guys that hang out with the rescue bears. Those are kind of cool. Yeah, but yeah, don't but they always end up dying? Fucked up too every now and then. It doesn't uh, matter. But we're not fucking with bears, and we're not fucking with ghosts. Either one of them. It's not helping. Uh, but it's it's crazy to me that like that was a thing. Is like that's how this it started, and people like, like I wonder if there was ever like a legit like. You need to dress up to fool the ghouls and the ghosts on this day, or they're gonna fucking fuck you up. Like that. Was I think it. Was, I think it was more fun. Like I think it was. Of course, I can't. I can't speak for like. I don't know, man. You got weird medieval people Celtic people showing up in know. robes, asking for cakes, calling it All Hallows Eve. Like that's fucking spooky mm. shit. People are superstitious. I mean, yeah. I bet you they originally probably believed it pretty hard. Maybe not. Spooky. Okay, what about some other stuff about Halloween? What about uh, what about everybody's favorite jack o' lantern? Yeah, where does jack about where they come from? The story of okay. Stingy Jack. Stingy Jack. It's actually a pretty good story. It's a good. Well, it's, it's a pretty funny story. So uh, the legend of Stingy Jack is where we get our jack o' lanterns from. Now, in this story, Stingy Jack is a character um, who is popular in Celtic. Uh, in Celtic mythology-ish legend lore, whatever. Um, and this guy was kind of known as your, uh, you know, your roustabout, your kind of trickster guy that nobody really liked to have around and all that kinds of things. So legend goes that he was uh, out drinking one night and apparently met the devil. And he, uh, he told the devil to turn himself into a coin to pay for his drinks and then so, and then after that, he would sell his soul to the to the devil, something to that effect. So the devil is like, okay, yeah, this is easy. So he turns into a coin to to be spent on drinks, and Stingy Jack takes the coin, puts it in his pocket next to a silver cross, which which traps the devil as a coin, because I guess if you trap him next to a silver cross, you know the Lord of Evil is completely powerless. Um, so. It, so once he carries him around for a while, he he tells the devil, he's like, okay, I will let you out. I will release you uh, as long as you leave me alone for a year. Like, don't don't bother me for a year. So 
Devil says, okay, Devil agrees, you know, lets him out. Then uh, the next year, the Devil uh, comes back. And so Stingy Jag tells him, oh, what is it? Did you guys read The Legend 2? Well, I read, I read a different, I'm not sure if this is the one you're talking about, the one where he tricks a devil up the tree. Right, that's the second part. That's second, the, where he yeah, climbs so the tree. Cindy Jack, he tricks the devil up the tree, and while the devil's up the tree, he puts crosses around the tree. I've heard two versions where it's like crosses around the tree, or he carved a cross, uh, the sign of the cross, into the tree. I don't know. I, I read, I read it's like the either. same. It's the same effect. Same the, effect. The devil gets stuck up in the tree, yeah. and he can't come down. And uh, Stingy Jack says that I will only let you down if you promise not to take my soul when I die. Uh, and so the devil, yes, agrees. And so Stingy Jack, you know, gets out scot free. But what happens is he ends up dying. And when he gets to the pearly gates of heaven, heaven says, "No, we don't want you. You're an asshole. Like nobody likes you. You lived a shit you lived life. A pretty sh- yeah, you lived a shitty life. We don't want you here." And so I don't know why you would do this, but he goes down to hell and he says, "Well, okay, like they wouldn't let me into heaven. You should let me in here." And the devil says, "Nah, fuck you, dude. Kick rocks, brother. Get out of here. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here." Oh, but oh, Remember but for your troubles, but for your troubles, the devil gives him a hot, a red hot coal to carry around to light his way in the in the you know land of the dead. Throws him a hellfire coal, right? So, in order to have something to uh, to carry the coal around in, the only thing that Stingy Jack or Stingy Jack actually was partial to turnips, so he hollowed out a turnip and he put the coal inside, and so he would carry around this turnip. With the uh, with the coal inside, and so that's the origin of the jack o' lantern is that uh, Kel- ancient Celtic people used to use turnips, not pumpkins. Um, they used to use turnips. I'll pull up pull up a picture of a Halloween turnip because they are the fucking stuff. <laughs> Halloween, they are way Holy better than jack o' lanterns. Oh, man, they look like pumpkins. shrunken voodoo heads. Yeah. Oh my god! Terrifying, man. Oh my god! What is this thing? Yeah, throw okay, one of here, those up. Here, here, let's see what we got here. Watching us live. They are, yeah, the little shrunken voodoo heads. They're terrifying. Like, they're absolutely horrendous. That's one look of like them. Little Groot's. It's a little. Yeah, it does look like a fucking little Groot. <laughs> like little evil Groot. Baby Groot like heads, man. Gross. Scary Groot. There's some. There's some more. There's some eviler ones. Let's find a better one than that. Like, how did we ever get from that to carving ass pumpkins? Yeah, they're super gross. <laughs> so here's my question: Does the devil ever win? Like, you fucking lost the fiddle battle. Yeah, no, he, he lost he the did pick win. Destin- he didn't have to Destiny. keep fucking Stingy Jack in his fucking hellscape or whatever. Well, yeah, but he lost. He got to shit. a tree, so he lost. Originally. Yeah, he, he's know. playing the long game. That's fair. I don't know. Look at these fucking turnips, man. These are they're terrible. Look at that, devilish. So these these are the original jack o' lanterns. It wasn't until uh, Irish immigrants came over to the United States and discovered pumpkins and realized, like, hey, these are way better. And, and cuter looking than these fucking monstrosities that we used to make. Well, you know who started the fucking jack-o'-lanterns, right? Like the the pumpkins. Big pumpkins? Big pumpkin. Big, um, big pumpkins. <laughs> fucking big pumpkin, man. Nailed it. It's true. Bring it all together. Hey, you know what? Bring it's it true. There's a fucking huge... I wonder how many millions of dollars the pumpkin industry is. And all people... I heard, and I heard that those pumpkins, they're decorative pumpkins. I thought they were like just regular pumpkins, but they're actually decorative there pumpkins. There's a special GMO form of pumpkin that's just made for right. carving. I mean, let's you can get into, eat them. Let's get into some big pumpkin here. All right. Wait, I just went to a pumpkin patch. We should, we should be calling it just Big Farm instead of Big Pharma. 
Big pumpkin. Oh, big farm. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Big farm, dude. <laughs> just I went in. I went into Big Farm on the weekend. I posted a video of a trebuchet hurling pumpkins. Trebuchet. Damn. Trebuchet. 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 Trebuchet? Potato. He spelled it wrong. <laughs> did I spell it wrong too? You did spell it wrong. That's that often happens <laughs> on social media for us. We don't spell check. That's autocorrect. We don't spell check. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been cool corrected guy. a few times. Yeah. So there's a lot of grammar police out there. They'll let you know. They said it encourages that they raised $17,000 for charity up to the date when I had gone from the fall. So they, they're only open for people like mid-September to, I'm guessing, around Halloween. They just grow a shit ton of pumpkins. Everyone comes. You pick out pumpkins. They've got a pumpkin slide. They've got pumpkin pies. They throw pumpkins on the trebuchet or whatever. Pumpkin, they call it pumpkin chunkin. And they, yeah, pumpkin chunkin. And they chunkin? had raised seventeen thousand dollars from each ticket sold when they when you go in, and that's just a ticket. They have concessions. It's ten dollars to get a pumpkin chunk of pumpkin. <laughs> chunk of uh, pumpkin. pumpkin. Chunk it or chunk it. It's pumpkin chunkin, and you chunk a pumpkin. Chuck yeah, it or chunk that, it? That costs ten dollars. That's not included in the. That's not included in the the price. <laughs> Seventeen thousand dollars just from admission. So a dollar from each person's admission goes towards charity. And when the day I was there, they there was a sign that said they had raised seventeen thousand dollars, and I was like, seventeen thousand dollars. I was like, holy shit, the money they're raking in on pumpkins. I was like, this is crazy. It's big pumpkin, big, big farm. farm, baby, big farm, big farm. man. Big farm, baby. It's insane. And what else? Name one other time. I don't see a pumpkin. I won't see another pumpkin from like November 15th until next fall. I, I don't know. Not one. Name one other use for a pumpkin. Like you make pumpkin pie. Ugh. Yeah, but p- pumpkin but you pie need, is like, in the fall. But you, man, it's not those pumpkins. Like those aren't the pumpkins you use to make pumpkin pie. You use a different type of pumpkin. Well, Listen, what, you're not, not those having big pumpkin ones. pie in For May. Sure. If you are, you're a psycho. I'm having pumpkin pie any chance that's available you're a to me. Nightmare person. Yeah, I, I get. I get you're having it any chance you get, but I'm telling you, those chances are limited between September and December. I'm telling you right now, I can go to the pie store any day of the week and get a pumpkin pie. I've never fucking tried it. Yeah, I don't you have buy any reason pie to it try comes it. From that free, the canned stuff that they just mush down in there. Hold on, you never had a pumpkin. Fuck no. If every time anyone's ever come up to me, like, hey man, would you like to try a slice of this delicious pumpkin pie? The last thing I ever fucking put together is delicious and fucking pumpkin pumpkin does not look good smell good anything to do with it looks like it's, it's disgusting how do you know you, if you never tried a pumpkin pie how do you know you don't like it because i pumpkins are just they, they're not gonna it taste doesn't, good it doesn't even look or smell they're or taste good. anything it doesn't even taste like pumpkin it doesn't taste like pumpkin at all then why is it a pumpkin pie because it's made it's, from, i don't know because it tastes puree. like pumpkin some sort of pumpkin spice it smells it's like weird. a pumpkin maybe it's like it's cinnamon weird, and brown sugar and you blend it up and make this pumpkin puree and you make this delicious pie Mm, it's I'm, only good with whipped cream or ice cream, though. If you yeah, have it by it, itself, it's god awful. There you go. Fuck that. No thanks. I'd rather have a fucking like apple pie or some shit. Apples are good. Nothing. You're never gonna fucking pick a fucking pumpkin and take a nice big juicy bite out of it. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck. True. You heard? Wow. It I mean, they don't taste bad. They just taste like squash. Like they they are a squash, so yeah. it just tastes like squash. S- squash is sometimes. Gross. Squash is yeah, good. but you're not fucking spaghettiing a pumpkin. Exactly. Spaghetti squash is right? bomb. You're not having some like shredded pumpkin pasta. But technically, it is a pumpkin. I mean, it's the squash is it's, it's a, squash. It's a pumpkin squash. Same shit. You could do like yeah. I mean, I don't I I don't know if it would like spaghetti out like the spaghetti squash. 
listen, I get what Andrew's saying. They're garbage. They're garbage pies. But what I'm saying is you can only get them in the fall. <laughs> You're incorrect. So incorrect. It's unbelievable. All right. Well, you it's what, the only dude, time they're useful. To, uh, listen to me. I want you to go next May. Write it down. Get a pen out. Write it down. I want okay. you to go in May, oh. spring break. And I want you to walk into Save On and go, give me a pumpkin pie. They're going to look at you and be like, why does it have to be? Why does it have to be? Why does it have to be Save On? Why can't I just go somewhere else? Okay. Any pie place. Any pie place. Mark it down. Mark it down. Can it be, right. You can't even get. May have you 2020. never heard of a frozen pie? You can't even get fucking pumpkin spice frappalapa fucking chinos. Yeah. Any other time no way, than now. Dude. Like that's it, it's a I'm telling you, it's strictly a fall thing. Okay, wait a second. Strictly a fall. What about Christmas? Yeah, okay, people have pumpkin I said pies in Christmas. September, December, you can get pumpkin pies. What about Easter? When's Easter? April? April? Yeah, you get a fucking pumpkin Do you pie. Eat Easter pumpkin for- pies? No, April? I don't think so. Andrew, you don't, don't know shit so. about pumpkin pie. I don't, I don't think so. Anyways. Pumpkin pie, uh, it's a heated, to- heated, heated topic around here. We'll put, we'll talk put about, the, we'll put the spring, big farm here. We'll put the spring pumpkin pie <laughs> with the uh, the box of Halloween candy you're going to store in your closet and measure it for to next year. Yeah, I'm going to weigh it too because I, I guarantee they're, they're fucking micro-screwing <laughs> us. Well, they, I, I agree 100%. If they're, give, if they're not giving you a full Reese cup anymore, that's some bullshit. Kids, that's unbelievable. Kids are getting ripped off this Halloween. I'm not buying any extra though to give the kids any like to make up for it. I'm not taking the I'm not taking the fall for big candy. Let's be honest, there's a lot of diabetes going around right now in our youth. It's probably a good thing. <laughs> you know, it probably it's is. Well, they well that's fine. If they want to do it for health reasons, let us know and then charge. Make us sure you wash your hands, folks. You don't want you getting any diabetes this year, <laughs> this season. Get your diabetes yeah, vaccinations. Yeah, don't touch the children. Don't touch them. Covered in diabetes. They're gross. Um, should we get into a, a, for Halloween here, should we get into a little spooky story? Spooky. spooky. You have to say it like that. Sp- sorry. Should we, <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Dan. Let's recut that. Should we get back? Should we get into a spooky story? There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, well, Dan sent me the story of David Stone. Story. That's a good one to go through. So, like, we talked about a little bit of the origins of Halloween, pumpkin pie, big farm, big candy. Uh, let's get into a little spooky story. Dan, who is David Lawrence Stone, and why is, why so is this David, interesting Halloween story? Yeah, I brought this one up because uh, I was I was kind of skipping around, and I was looking at kind of, like, strange things that happened around Halloween. Now, because Halloween is a creepy time of year, a spooky time of year, as some people would say, Um you know, you try to look up kind of weird stuff. You always kind of hear that myth that like, and maybe it's not a myth. Some people have said, it. you know, reports say it's a myth that there's no statistical, um, there's no statistical, uh, statistical correlation that says that more crazy things happen on Halloween because it's supernatural or anything like that. It's just people think it does, but there are a lot of weird stuff that has happened on Halloween. Now, for example, David Lauren Stone. Uh, was a successful stock market analyst from La Jolla, California, who at the time, uh, you know, friends of his and his and his family said that he was uh, very into the kind of new age movement um, at the time, that kind of new age religion kind of stuff, you know, uh, that, that that is still around today. A lot of it is still around today. Um, but they were all kind of big into the kind of pyramid power and, you know, spiritual uh, spiritual enlightenment and all those kind of things stuff. That's again, still all around today. Um, 
for years, it was reported that he had uh, anger issues, and it kind of uh, came to a head on October 28th in 1988, where he held a party at his apartment, and he got into an argument with one of his friends, and he he actually began attacking this friend, like, came to blows. Um after the altercation was over, uh, David told his friends and family about his behavior and how it was unacceptable and what he was going to do. He's like, I-, I need to go. He just said, I'm going to go on a-, a walkabout to reflect on what he's done and his behavior. So uh, he said he was just going to, you know, take a trip and be back in a few days. And, you know, so he took off to... uh yeah, and uh, the last time he was seen uh, was in, let's see, he was, uh, let's see, this was like the morning of Halloween, 1988. He pretty much walked into the desert, 145 miles east of Tucson, Arizona, and he was actually seen by a farmer walking down the dirt road at the time, and um, the 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 farmer kind of said he had something strange to say. And when he asked him like what he's doing out there, uh, David had said that he was looking for the beast. And then, you know, local residents around that time said they had seen him around in the desert, kind of acting strangely. People were reporting him talking to himself, um, just walking through uh, rough terrain at the time. And so about five days later, uh, his car was found abandoned. Uh, along a stretch of the New Mexico Highway 80, uh, about 14 miles south of Road Forks. Now, David's family and stuff, they 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 believe that he went on a, a vision quest, uh, that he was kind of, you know, he was into that kind of new age stuff and that that was what he was going to do. Uh, I guess it was common in the kind of uh, circles that he was going into. Um, people kind of went on these, these vision quests of what they they felt or what they believed vision quest to be. Um, when the police went to go look for him, they discovered a couple strange, mysterious kind of things, uh, that he seemed to have left behind after he vanished. Um, it said that he left his car near some, what seemed to be pyramid shaped mountains and in his movement pyramids were a very uh, important kind of symbol uh, the way that they are i mean they're a universal symbol for kind of enlightenment and uh you know stability and spiritual aliens. awakening and all those kinds of things aliens and so aliens aliens of course thank you my bad should have just put no that in there <laughs> so the um they said that they tracked him northeast from where they found the car and then uh, toward what they said was Granite Peak. I don't, I don't know the area, so I'm not sure. But they found um, what he seemed to have constructed pyramids of rocks surrounded by a triangle. And then on the next day of searching, they found another pyramid, a second pyramid. And next to this one was David's watch, which uh, reportedly was a Rolex watch. So it wasn't cheap. It wasn't something you just leave there. And then it was in uh, two quarters. So... Um, Three miles to the north of that, they found a string of numbers written to the sand. And when they examined on further examination, they realized that it's a Fibonacci sequence, you know, so it's, you know, each number starting at one, you know, add together and it gets the next one, right? One plus one is two. Two plus one is three. It keeps going like that. So, of course, you have 
you know, numerology, Fibonacci sequence is important in numerology. It's where we get our, you know, it has relationships with the golden ratio, all those kinds of things. So again, those are all kinds of Fibonacci sequences also important in, like we said, like the pyramids, like the pyramids are built to kind of, to the golden ratio. They have those kinds of uh, qualities with them. Yep. So now when David wrote his Fibonacci sequence, uh, one of the numbers when you get to it is supposed to be 21, but he actually wrote 18. Strange. Mm. Something that wasn't supposed to be done. Yeah. Right. So they they had bloodhounds, they had tracking dogs while they were searching for David, and they they said that they tracked his scent back to Highway 80. However, they stopped at an intersection between Highway 80 and, and uh, Interstate 10, and this was 13 miles north of where they had originally found his car. So after this, they pretty much found nothing. They had no more clues to go on. They never, they didn't find the body at the time. Um, the only other clue that they found was a person's business card uh, in a pocketbook Bible that had belonged to David. And they found this man, his name was uh, Tony Ballesteros and they interrogated him, police interrogated him, but he said he had never claimed David and he had actually been camping in the area with friends. Cause it was a, also a popular place to camp. There's a camping ground there. And he said that his card must've just dropped out at some point. And just as the guy had been walking through uh, the campground, he must've just picked up the card and put it in there. One of the most strange things and creepy and spooky things yeah, that, definitely <laughs> spooky that of this case is that David uh, left his parents or David's parents said that they found a note that he had left and it read something like this. Uh, they think the word is in the safe. Six knives in Rob's room. Use buys your tea and use take your chances. Halloween. What? Yeah. And he just happened to vanish on Halloween. Well, he fucking even eerier. He uh, paid the ferryman. What? You know, he left the two quarters. You got to pay the ferryman. So they, um, the, the case is unsolved. Uh, on February 23rd, 1992, two hikers found David, what they identified as David's skeletal remains uh, near Granite Gap in New Mexico. And, but that's it. They said there was no signs of trauma. They said there was no obvious uh, signs that he'd been hurt or he had gotten injured or something like that. And police pretty much chalked it up to he had died of prolonged exposure uh, to the outdoors. So pretty much what they said is uh, death by misadventure. Yeah. Yeah. So he went, he went on a vision quest. He called it right. Right. So in my mind, this is what happened. Took about, I don't know, 20 grams of dried mushrooms. Got lost Had a 14 hour trip. Passed out. Died from it. exposure? Died from exposure. He vision, the problem he, is, like... He vision quest too the, hard. That note is so weird, though. That note. The note is weird. For, and it sounds like a guy in Mushrooms parent. wrote it. Yeah, maybe. They <laughs> like, think fuck. the word... And word is in cap, capitals. They think the word is in the safe. Six knives in Rob's room. Use... Buys your tea and use... Take your chances. Halloween. So he took some mushrooms, turned himself into Schmeagol, and started fucking right to know. Schmeagol! You're <laughs> 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 
maybe he was drinking some like ayahuasca tea or some shit, and that's why he's saying you buy your tea, take your chances. Also, I got way that's, too many oh, looks. Uh, yeah, that could that could that's even more powerful. There I got way go. too many weird looks yeah. when I reference the ferryman. Do you guys not know what that is? Yeah, I didn't know. No, what that I didn't was. know what that was. That's, Greek why, I, that's why they really put hard. the the coins on your eyes when you die to pay the ferryman. Oh, I see. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, to to the underworld. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but he didn't get found with coins. Yeah, he le- didn't. Dan, Dan, didn't you say he get, he, there was two? Not no, no. Hey, Holy fuck! I he just, left two quarters with his watch. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Two quarters oh, and a Rolex, okay. man. Okay, two quarters with the watch. He's le- well. He probably took a fucking like a, a yacht pyramid. Okay, he built two pyramids. So I'm saying he built two pyramids. He was searching for the beast. I'm saying that he built the two pyramids. Wrote down the Fibonacci sequence. Wrote the wrong number. Opened up a portal. Boom. You know, his consciousness ascended to a higher level, left the meat suit here. Off he went. That's what happened. Uh, it could have been. A lot of people say, uh, like, powerful psychedelics, is that's the gateway to the next dimension. Maybe he just took just enough and he just actually got out. Uh. <laughs> hey, okay, was, what was this guy's full name? David Lawrence Stone? Stone, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, if you type that into Google, it was also a, a Catholic priest that, um, convicted of child molestation. So two different stories. When I with two different stories. When I searched, I was like, "Wait, this is not what we're talking about." If you type in David Stone disappearance, because it was on an episode of Unsolved Mysteries, so I, I don't doubt it because but it is unsolved. Unsolved. <laughs> All right, now let's uh, since it's this is a Halloween episode, we talked about origins of Halloween. Got a spooky story. Why don't we talk about some of the the spookiest urban legends in each state? What? <laughs> Where did this uh, did you all 50? Where did this come from? All right. I don't know. Dan sent me this thing and I was reading it. But I was like, I was like going through it and I in recognized one. State, I was like, we're gonna be here for a state, while. We're not we're not going we're not going through all fifty. Uh, okay. Right. I was just I was gonna cherry pick a few. Okay. Uh like one is like I remember I Zell, I think you were the first person to ever tell me this story uh, about the goat man. Good man. I used to tell the story. That's a Mar- that's a Maryland thing. That's near me. I used to tell the yeah, story that, of Goat Man so much when I was a little kid. I would make it. I would make it up every time and change it. Yeah, <laughs> let's hear. Let's hear your story of Goldman. I remember the first time I heard Zell's I d- tales of Goldman. We we're probably nine years old. I haven't probably haven't told it until I was nine years old. Let's hear it again. I don't remember. The tale of Goldman. You're the one. You're the one telling me. I'm gonna tell me the story of Goldman. I don't remember the story of Goldman at all, to be honest. I remember you telling me that it had to do with um, got caught in a log jam or something. Caught in a log jam, yeah, and they sewed goats legs. So to yeah, make your best your best story of what you think Goatman is. In a time. Okay. For, the, okay, go ahead. The year was 1922. Ooh. Michael Alexander was walking in a log jam when he tripped, submerging just his below from his kneecaps down into a fast moving stream where the logs pinched his legs together crushing them violently, splitting them in two. Um, <laughs> he crawled out. He crawled to the shore where he lay dying. Wait, what's it called? When you, what's the technical term when you lo- start losing all your blood? Exsanguinate. Started to ex- exsanguinate on the side when a dark shadow appeared before him. Michael, he said, would you like to continue living? Michael couldn't speak, so the spirit said, I'll take that as a yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll assume. I'll assume yes. So I'm, I'm I will implied ass- consent. 
I, I, <laughs> <laughs> he slightly moved his eyes left to right. <laughs> That's a yes. One blink. Okay. I'll tell you what it's not. It's not a no. It's not a no. <laughs> For the rest of your life, in order to live, I'm going to sew these two goat legs. Don't ask how I got them. I'm going to sew them. I'm going to attach them to your body. But for the rest of your life, you will be you will be alive, but all you can do is haunt the kids of these woods with your two twig-like goat legs. You can't jump though like a goat. You just hop <laughs> you just hobble. You hobble poorly through the woods. You hobble like a man. <laughs> you hobble who's like had a goat legs. Like a crippled man. Legs. So you can never catch the kids you're haunting because you cannot run. And that's the story of Goatman. That's uh, very that similar great. to uh, what I remember as a kid haunting yeah. me at nine years old. And I was like, this is real. And he's like, yeah, I seen it. <laughs> I, I seen it. I, I seen, seen, I seen the Goatman. Would you make trotting noises when Brayden fell asleep? Yeah, the, the coconuts going. <laughs> I have I have no idea what the original story of Goatman is. I cannot. I have no uh, idea. Uh, that was it. That's it. I think that's, right, that's the, the new tale of Goatman. It is now. Yeah, that's, that's it. I'm not even gonna read what they say. The but, guy blinked uh, his. He blinked once, and uh, he condemned himself to an eternity of sh- a shitty life. Shitty legs. I, 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 a life. A fucking shitty life with goat legs is better than no life. Yeah, I'll like, take it. I guess so. I'll take Wait, it. So he had he only had goat legs and have the goat head. I don't like, remember. I have no idea. Could be anything. No, the goat heads. <laughs> the goat heads a common misconception. Yeah. Because you see the goat legs and then your imagination does the rest. It's true. Oh right. So he just hides in bushes with his like little hooves sticking out. He kind of <laughs> yeah, shakes go- a bit. No, he does this. He hides behind the bushes that are waist high. And he goes, "Hey kids." Hey, fellow teenagers, you want to hang out? And they're like, yeah, come over. And then he steps around. The, ah! <laughs> and then they run because he's got goat He legs. had a goat head, I swear. Yeah. And then he and then he just, oh, man, slumps back into the woods. And that's um, like, I guess that's the story of Goatman. Put me on the spot there. I made one up there. Spooky so. story. Of I want to <laughs> read, now that we know the true tale of Goatman, right. uh, some other uh, urban legends, some spooky urban legends that I'm going to cherry pick because they're my favorite. Uh, and just because of the names. Okay. Um, puck wudgies. <laughs> the puck, puck wedgies. Yeah. Puck wedgies. The, the puck wudgies. Uh, this is from Hockamock Swamp. What's MA? Maryland? Uh, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Uh, tiny gray tricksters resembling it. Humanoid porcupines will lure people off cliffs or trap them in the sand in the swampy regions of Massachusetts. That's a puckwudgie. Bastards. Everyone (laughs) from Massachusetts, keep your eyes peeled for some puckwudgies. Those puckwudgies on. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Dude, there's some good. I like this one. Uh, This is. Basically sounds like the story of I know what you did to us last summer, but this one's called Cropsy. This is Staten Island. Uh, this escaped mental patient with a hook for a hand would snatch children in Staten Island. But the old legend became horrifyingly real when a killer named Andre Rand was caught in 1970s. Cropsy. 
It's not even fake. It's that's real. A real guy was just murdering. <laughs> it's the real murder. <laughs> just real murder. Uh, this one's a good one. Boo hags. You say boo hags? Boo hags. Boo. You say boo hags? No, yeah, boo hags. Boo hags. Um, this is in the southern coastal region. SC, I think that's South Carolina. But SC, yeah, South Carolina. Yeah. Uh, folklore tells us about evil sore, evil souls who stay behind after death and become skinless vampire-like witches Ooh. who take other people's skins for a ride. Ooh, Ooh I think that was an, that was an issue of Hellboy. You could Buffalo Bill. No, you could you could take that different ways. A ride. Like a spirit's Ooh, like rape, possession? like their like skin. Yeah, that's what like, I. That's what I. Are, I are, we, are we talking Buffalo Bill? Or are we talking possession? Ooh, or sexual? Know. No, they sexual like take your skin and they wear it. So they put the lotion on the skin and rip it off. Gets the hose so was again. The, was the beast from Jeepers Creepers a boo hag? Beast? No, he didn't take skins. He took he took body parts. Yeah, but. I thought he had a skin suit at the end, and he like stands in it with the little eyes, looks at himself. In no, the, the eyes. He just takes the eyes, like at the end of the first one, at least. I, I skin takes skin. That one he takes body parts. Scary. I got one. This uh, this one's great too. This is probably the most terrifying one. Yeah. Okay, Mo- the most already? the most more terrifying than Goatman. It's nothing more terrifying than Goatman. <laughs> the bunny thing. <laughs> oh, sorry, the bunny man. Bunny man. The bunny man. On Halloween many years ago, a bus of transferring asylum inmates crashed with one of the inmates escaping. For years, skinned, half-eaten rabbits were found hanging from the trees near Bunny Bridge. Even after the supposed culprit died, eventually he allegedly attacks humans too, bodies being strung up over the bridge. Uh, This is in clip... Clifton, uh, what's VA, Dan? Virginia. 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 That's uh, Dan. Oh, that's Dan. Uh, Dan is yeah, the bunny no, man. I know about the bunny man. Like, I heard the bunny man story, like, back when I was in middle school, high school. I remember hearing about it. People would drive out to that bridge. Why? Hmm. You, you could drive Did out really there. It's not that bunny? far. I tempt right? fate I with the bunny man. 45 minutes, like an hour away or yeah, something. Don't, don't fuck around with the bunny man. I feel like the bunny man is just a cover up for There's Predator. a couple movies. There's a couple movies about the bunny man. Well, okay, I guess I guess we could we could make one up right now that's real that is in Rutland. We'll make one up that's he, real. Okay. He, no, it is real because we could call him the Catman. Catman. Russian. I'm about ninety percent sure that the cat killer was fucking Tyler Stevens, the Rutland rapist. I don't know if we can say his name, but why not? Too late. It's convicted. It's too late. It's live. It it's is out. True. It's true. Yeah. Uh basically. Well, no, dude, it's been gone. It went on for so long, though, when we were growing up. Yeah. Every, like, every with couple us. months, there would be a string of just, like, someone who would, and it was, like, a human, would mutilate cats and, like, hang them from trees and, like, and stuff them, them in mailboxes. Lawns and stuff them in mailboxes in this, like, low income area of Kelowna called Rutland. And, uh, the news would be like Rutland cat killer strikes again. Yeah, it was trying times, man. It was. It was fucking crazy. It was for a while. Trying My mom was times. on edge. Trying times to be fuck. a cat. Boots wasn't allowed outside for fucking six months. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it was it, terrifying. But uh, so that's that's 
That was a real thing. It's a real thing. That's a real thing. It's not a, that's urban legend. Well, it could be. Who knows? It could be a fucking demon. It could still be out there. Cats. We don't know for sure. No one ever caught the no one caught the cat killer. He never confessed to the killings. No, he didn't. But we're pretty sure. I think sure he confessed that. to the rapes, but not the cat killings. Wow. Well, he got convicted of the rapes. He definitely Well, did. I think he pled guilty, so he admitted the rapes, but yeah. not the killings of the cats. Nope. We have our we'll hold out our suspicions. The spookiest part about this that is that he did it all while wearing a fucking Wendy's bag with holes for eyes. Yeah. With <laughs> Wendy's. Yeah, yeah. No joke, man. Oh wet. Okay, that was a cat killer wearing a Wendy's with no, a Wendy's bag? The rapist. The, oh, the, the rapist. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so here, here's a little fucking spooky story that's hundred percent true. Yeah. So I played on our local fucking football team called the Okanagan Sun. And right at the end of the year, we got called in for this like emergency fucking team meeting. And all while this whole Rutland rapist fucking saga was going on. And, you know, we get there and they do a big announcement. They're like fucking, you know, nobody's really, hasn't been released yet, but you know, Tyler Stevens, your fellow teammate has been arrested and convicted of being a fucking the, the Rutland rapist. And like this guy's locker was right beside mine. Ooh. Like right beside mine. I've known this guy for years. The worst part about this is like fucking four months ago, I'm driving home from work. I worked at a bar. I was a bus boy. I'm fucking, you know, driving down the highway, fucking, you know, it's two 30 in the morning. And I like look to my side and I see my buddy fucking Tyler Stevens sprinting down the fucking street. And I slow my car up and I'm like, man, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, Oh, I'm so for a run, man. I'm like, all right, man. Like, you want to ride? He's like, yeah, I'd love a ride. Oh. So I drove him home. Oh, no. <laughs> I feel like was I was an accomplice from a rape. To, yeah, not good. <laughs> not good. He may have had a so, Wendy's bag in his hand, but I don't know. He, <laughs> uh, sure. This guy, it was like, no one would have thought that he, and because he was a big guy too, a big football player, because like, he there would be stories about like, like he would go to a bus stop and like grab a fourteen year old girl, and the fourteen year old girl would like kick the shit out of him and get away. Oh, and he was Everyone like, everyone was like, he's a big dude. Well, he wasn't huge, but he he was a starting safety on our football team, and it like our the, yeah. the league I played in it was kind of like a feeder system for this for the CFL, so it's not like high level fucking football, obviously because it's football, Canadian though. football, but it's, it's like good football. It's a decent caliber for Canada, but like this kid is fucking like six one, fucking you know just. Just shy of 200, if not 200. Not only that, though. Like, so he's a brick shit house. He's also, like, a fucking academic fucking monster. Like, genius. Setting records in fucking all throughout school for, like, grades where math and all that type of stuff. Like, but super big weirdo. He had this yeah. big... He had yeah, this big, he was a fucking psychopath. Well, <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. Because, like, you would think, like, football players, you know, you're covered in bruises and stuff like that. But he'd show up and he was covered in scratch marks and bruises and the weirdest shit. And you'd always be like, what the fuck, man? And he'd be like, oh, you know, my girlfriend, she's into some weird stuff, man. And you'd be like, oh, oh, yeah, catching cool, those cats. Man. Like, oh, it was the weirdest oh, thing. Oh, it was the cats, dude. Oh, I'm telling you, that's, we put it all together, man. That's fucked up. Straight up. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. Scary thing is, though, is he's actually out of jail, so he could listen to this, and I might get fucking... He, does, he doesn't know where you live. I hope not. Well, he probably does. Yeah. <laughs> he probably fucking does. <laughs> I remember there was a couple fucking, like a year and a half ago, we, like everybody, well, not everybody, but all the guys that played on the team, especially like the defensive backs that I played in the same position group as him, we all got like random Facebook fucking requests, and we're like, eh, probably not going to accept that one. Probably going to fucking... Eh. Yeah, no thank you. Postpone. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to go with that guy? Yes. Hey, want to go get some pussy? And then she's uh, like, yeah. Uh, like, you guys want to go get some Wendy's? No oh, thanks, man. Junior oh, bacon good. cheeseburgers. Yeah, JBCs. <laughs> Give me. Can I keep the bag? <laughs> I keep the bag. Oh no. No, no, no. Uh, that's uh, that would have that, that would have been a hilarious Halloween costume in uh, to go as just a Okanagan Suns one of those sport jackets and a Wendy bag. With two <laughs> no, no one would get it. It's topical. It's only okay now to make these jokes. Like before, we weren't even allowed to mention this guy's fucking name. He was practically no, dude, fucking Voldemort. Was, I'm serious. Like we were weren't t- even allowed. Things were tense. Things were tense in Kelowna when like so. T- well, on. Imagine being on the tense. fucking team. Yeah. It was fucking bad, dude. Yeah. Uh, fuck. Anyways, uh well, anyway, we got anything else on Halloween? Uh we or went to we, life did, we went we did a full we did a full spectrum Halloween uh <laughs> Halloween cover yeah, there. Yeah, this one was just about having fun. We're, Halloween we're gonna be back to our regular conspiracies and UFOs next week. Uh we were just having fun for a little Halloween episode. Yeah, if you're uh if you're just listening to this now, like live. Have a good Halloween. Spooky variety hour. <laughs> have a have a good Halloween. If you're listening to the podcast version of this, hopefully you had a good Halloween and you didn't get you didn't see Goatman. And you didn't get any cor- candy corn. And or any boo hags. If you got candy corn. Wendy's if you got candy rings. corn though. If you did get candy corn, make sure to send it to Media Studios, Kelowna, BC. Yeah. Gross. You can keep that with your pumpkin pies and coffee crisps. Please don't lace it with arsenic, but it doesn't matter. Like I'll I'll test it. <laughs> I'll test throw one to Andrew. First, <laughs> um, that's a, no Halloween. It's a, it's a, it's a combination of gen, like many generations of traditions. Oh, now it's uh, now it's run by Big Candy, but Big Candy and Big Farm, Big Candy, mm-hmm. Big Farms, Big Plastic. Yeah, it's a money maker. Big and then Farms, it's, Big f- the trifecta because plastic, plastic makes they make the farms, costumes too. Oh yeah. Big costume. Big costume. Oh, awesome. let's not talk. Big let's costume. not even start about big costumes. Oh. Let's, because we, we can get into that, like, that predator business, Spirit Halloween. Spirit Halloween just, store is open for a month a year. Yeah. <laughs> wherever a, wherever a business faults, a Spirit Halloween will open. <laughs> it's so true. Come out of Pop nowhere. Pop out of nowhere. Like, yeah, that was a Toys R Us, and now it's like, boom, Spirit Halloween. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it. That's it for Halloween. Enjoy your Halloween. Yep. Stay safe. Have a spooky time. No, we're not going anywhere first because let's hit the case file of the week. Or not case file of the week. What the fuck am I talking about? UFO case file of the week. Hit the music and Let me... let's get a fan story. Fan story. All right. Let's, um, I lost the random Matron. Oh, there it is. Here we go. Scanning. Scanning. A really loud printer. I'm get, I'll get a new one eventually. I, I think I'm upgrade to a bubble jet. The random atron gets smaller, but the printer stays the same. Yeah, the printer's it's, you know it's tough. Uh, this story is from Rob, and Rob is from Dublin, Ireland. Dublin. Not a lot of Irish listeners um, actually, so that's no. So that's he's cool. one of few. Uh, thanks for this, first off. Thanks for his story, Rob. Uh, he's got he's got two stories. I'm just going to read. Uh, I'm going to pick. What do you guys want? First, Let's go first story. Uh, when my mother, Julie, was about 13 or 14, herself and her best pal, Sandra, would hang around 
Johnny Cullen's Hill. That's in quotations. Uh, around the corner from my grandmother's house. The hill was named after the supposed headless horseman who was seen many times traveling back and forth over it. Apparently, the only other place outside of Sleepy Hollow named after a headless horseman. At the bottom of the hill, there was a church known as the Black Church. I'm not sure why it was called this, to be honest, and it's gone now. Below the church, there was a series of underground tunnels and caverns, and this is where my mother and her friend decided to break in one day, just to get up to no good, as kids do. The church had been closed a while by then, and they had to climb under a broken wooden gate to get in. Once in, they headed to the back of the church and down into the tunnels. My mother says while down there, after a while, she needed to go for a pee, really badly so told her friend to wait and keep lookout even though there was definitely there definitely wasn't anyone else about but she remembers that it was still very eerie <laughs> while midstream in quotations sandra <laughs> said hurry up i hear a noise with that instantly from around the corner one of the connecting tunnels a very tall man dressed in all black wearing a black top hat, appeared and started, to, and started walking towards them. My mother pulled up her trousers as quick as she could and ran to Sandra. They both stood there, looking at the man, afraid to move, because clearly this man was going to be angry they broke in. Maybe an odd caretaker of some kind, they thought. They immediately started apologizing for breaking in and said they'd leave right away, but the man didn't respond. Sandra, being a bit rough and never afraid to speak up, shouted, Fuck off, you weirdo. We're going, okay? <laughs> my mother grabbed her arm to get her attention and to stop her from reacting. Sandra shrugged off my mother's grasp and said to her, No, I don't care. We're not doing anything wrong. We're leaving now anyway, okay? Right then, my mother, with tears streaming down her face, muttered, Sandra, look at his feet. Oh, for fuck's sakes. Where are his feet? Oh, shit. Sandra looked down, and what they seen wasn't <clears throat> feet, but what looked like horses' hooves. The hooved man took a few steps toward them without making a sound. So in panic mode, they ran as fast away from the man in almost pitch black further into the tunnel, sobbing and screaming all the way, and eventually made their way out into the back gardens of the church. My mother told me they didn't speak much about it that night until they were in their 20s, but both agreed and knew what they had seen. According to my mother, whoever or whatever it was, it certainly wasn't good. Whoo! Jesus. Goatman. Fucking Goatman, goat dude. Man. It could be Goatman. Sandra's a Horse badass, man. though, hey? Goatman rocks the top head. Yeah. <laughs> Listen... We all, we, every everybody's got a game plan until you see horse feet. That's true. Or a top hat. Or a top hat. Yeah. Fucking rocking a top hat. That's terrifying, like, though, man. Like, ugh, I, I don't like that. No, that was actually scary. That's, little, yeah, that's a scary story. Scary. It's a Whoa. good sp spooky story spooky. for you all on Halloween. Uh, so yeah. you got a theorite of the week? I got a theorite of the week. These guys have been around a long time. and Dinosaurs. 
Going out to T-Rex, baby. Um, <laughs> this week, the theorite of the week is actually theorites of the week. It's a couple, and they just want to be go by Mr. and Mrs. Zeitgeist. They've been supporting on Patreon pretty much since the start. They have sent us pictures from all over the country when they go on road trips. They listen to alien theorists theorizing on their honeymoon pretty much like every episode. They're some of our biggest fans, and I've been meaning to give them a shout-out for a long time. So today's the day. Mr. and Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Zeitgeist, the theorites of the week. Cheers. Right on. Co-theorites, though. They're in the t- top top ten longest supporters, these two. So Right on. It's awesome. Um, what else we got to do here? The podcast reviews app, I guess, uh, our account expired. So that's why there's no... Yeah, I was going to... That's why there's no new reviews. Yeah, I was going to say something fucky's happened with that. We can't see any reviews. So we're like a month behind or three weeks behind, so we can't really see the new one. So we'll get we'll get back to it. There's one There's one on... Do you have the Facebook page open, Braden? There's one I want you to read in a wrestling promo. Oh, cool. Oh, no, I don't. Can you... I'll look on the... While you're reading some Patreons, I'll try to pull it up. Oh, okay. Patreons. Newest Patreons coming up real quick. We're so quick on the computers now. Yeah, so quick. Wow. So quick. Okay. This is a great thing about live stream is you get to see all these long <laughs> pauses. We can't cut All the out. bullshit. I can't even, uh, I don't even have, my phone is dead, so I got to try and do it on the thing. Patrons. Benefits? For some reason, my computer will never allow me to look. It just loads and loads and loads. That's okay, that's while you guys do that, uh, maybe we can go through comments on YouTube. I see some. We got Restream Bot in here giving us stuff from Facebook, too. Uh, let's go back a little bit right here. Uh, here's good. All right. What up from Robinson, Illinois, boys? First time seeing you guys. Love your stuff. Keep it going. Justin Swingler. Thanks, Justin. Um, Claudia Saro says, reminds me of what, I guess this is referring to the story, uh, reminds me of what my grandmother saw in her kitchen years ago, cloaked figures, what she described as demon feet sneaking on, out from underneath. Oh, shit. I wonder what, so what a demon feet? Like a... Is that hoof feet? Or could it be like could it be goat bird man? feet? Could it be goat man? It's probably goat could man. Could be goat man? It's goat men. goat man. Goat boy. <laughs> um... Let's see. Uh, the little red pig says, can meme cat, I guess that's your cat, uh, can be a theorite of the week or is that illegal? 100% illegal. Cats are not, <laughs> cats are not eligible for theory of the week. Nope. 100% not. Sorry. Yeah. I got the, I got the five star review up. I think it's from Brendan, uh, Burmeister. Is that the one? Let you- me tell you something, brother. Five stars. Awesome podcast. I've listened to every episode and can't wait for new ones to drop. The wrestling references in the ambulance driver stories, yeah, are the best. Brayden reading things is one of my favorite segments. You guys give me that comfortable feeling that reminds me of my group of friends. And I feel like hanging out with you would be similar would love to hear your takes on the outlaw Jesse James and Bill the Kid conspiracies in the future episodes. I also emailed you guys a personal encounter story a few weeks back. Keep on being too sweet. Lots of love from Wisconsin. Thanks, Brendan Burmeister. Oh yeah. Uh, I think I saw his story. I didn't read it this time though. Maybe next time. It's in the it's in the Randomatron. Queued up. 
All right, I got uh, some patrons. It's been actually a good week for patrons. So uh, our favorite people. Let's do it. Let's do a quick, sh- a quick, uh, quick summary. Patreon is a fan, is a artist support platform, pretty much, and we're an ad-free show. And so, how we uh, get by is people donate to the show monthly, and we do a ton of bonus material. I think we got. I think we're at like uh, probably about almost seventy hours of bonus stuff. Oh, hundred percent, man. We got we got a full another podcast on Patreon. Oh, dude, and it's getting more every week. So if you want to check yeah. it out, you can like Alien Theorist or patreon.com slash Alien Theorist podcast, or you can find the link in the podcast description. So this week we're going uh, May with two Y's went up in, a, in her pledge. Doc Legless, Kevin Conley, Delete, uh, Marcellius the Wise. Oh, plays D&D maybe. Is that Zalarius's long-lost cousin? No, arch-fucking-nemesis, I think. (laughs) Joel Neal, Michael Johnston, Matthew T. Robinson, Mr. Muttley. That's a delete, that's a delete, that's a delete. Oh, big delete, delete spree. Darius W., Jeff Ventry, Frank Price, and Trent Robertson. Let's do a couple more. I'm not sure where we left off. Luke Dennis, Kid Wonder, and Maria Elena, Elena Ruiz. Those are the newest Patreon supporters. What are you laughing at, Dan? It's, it's great. It's great. Good, good at reading names. Thanks, thanks, buddy. I've been practicing for four years now. Getting better every time. <laughs> um, yeah, if you're not already on our Patreon, go get on it. It's awesome. Helps support the show. Keep it ad-free. Uh, we're we're tr- we're gonna hold out as long as we can. We don't want to be ads. Uh, it's looking good right now, and we're gonna open up a new tier of Patreon uh, for a thousand dollars. You can send Braden, Zell, and Andrew and Dan to India to get hair plugs. Uh, we all want full heads of hair. Uh, we're losing it by the minute, uh, and we want to have luscious locks like we did in our early twenties. So uh, our, our new Patreon tier, thousand uh, dollars. There's only going to be a hundred of you, so <laughs> get it while you last. Uh, and one time only, because once we hit that number uh, and we get the hair plugs, that that tier loses its cause forever. So it's gone. Uh, the hair plug tier is going to be opening soon, thousand uh, dollars. So <laughs> there you go. You know, and you that- know, it's just going to help the live stream, really. Yeah. So help us help you. Look better for everybody. If you want to be the most uh, VIP of VIPs, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep the conversation going on to after hours on Patreon only. Um, so if you want to listen to what we say after the show, um, get to our Patreon, subscribe, and we release them always. Join us uh, on Discord for after hours. And yeah, gotta say it before we before we end tonight. Doing it every week, trying to music of the week. If you got an original band or your original artist, send us your songs, tell us we can use them on the stream, and we'll be playing them. This is These are going to be songs you won't hear on Spotify playlists. They're not on the radio. They're for up-and-coming bands because it's pretty hard to get heard. So I'm trying to do a little service to my fellow musicians out there. So this band's called The Carbons. They've been on the show a couple times before. They're a fellow Kelowna band. It's just kind of like a, I don't know, of like a more of a, it's a rock tune, but more on the indie side, but it's still a good tune. Good friends of ours. Check them out on Spotify, Facebook, or wherever. It's called Comforts That Kill. I'll play at the end of the episode. 
That's all I got. And as we always say at the end of these things, keep those eyes on the skies. Peace. Hey. And regrets from rocket fuel nights. A hundred cigarettes and fifty cores lights. Talking to people I shouldn't be talking to. Now I'm doing the things I swore I'd never do. It was fun though. Through my dollar bills, I can't stop.